Good morning, everyone. Today we celebrate the Feast of the Ascension. And now when it comes to this feast, I often hear people ask, why did Jesus have to ascend into heaven? And maybe some of us here, or maybe all of us, are wondering the same thing, that why did Jesus have to ascend? Now, there are many reasons why Jesus uh, did what he did. But today we'll focus on one key purpose, and that Jesus ascended so that we may receive the Holy Spirit. Now, to begin to understand this, we'll take a look at our first reading, and here where Jesus speaks to his apostles immediately before he ascends. And so what does he say? He says this, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So here we see that God is telling the apostles two things. One, that they will receive the Holy Spirit. And two, that he, they are to be his witnesses to Jerusalem throughout Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And so notice how important it is for Jesus to give his apostles that focus to await the promise of the Holy Spirit. See, that's the first uh, step in understanding God's purpose. The next step is to know what Jesus is doing while he is in heaven. For you see, when Jesus ascends, he brings with him our resurrected and glorified humanity, still bearing the wounds from his passion. And as he does so, he enters into heaven and he comes before the heavenly father. And it is there that he offers, that he intercedes on behalf of all of us for all eternity to the Father. Now what results from that intercession is the unleashing of an abundance of gifts and charisms to the, the whole church through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. So from Jesus' ascension, he comes before the Father, he intercedes for us, and because of that intercession, we receive the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Now that is something so important for us, for all of us to know. Because one of the reasons why Jesus wanted to give us his Holy Spirit through that intercession was to empower his church, to empower all of us for the mission he gave us. For you see, if we go back to the first reading, remember that it was two things that, the, that Jesus told his apostles. One we just covered was the promise of the Holy Spirit, but what followed it, was a commission. He told his apostles that they are to be his witnesses to everything that he has done for our salvation. And so just as Jesus sent the apostles, so the church sends us. And we are called to that same mission of bearing witness to the risen Jesus, that he is alive. That in his name, we have the forgiveness of sins. And that which the gift of the Holy Spirit empowers us and motivates us to do. Now, I like to use the analogy from sports to further understand, explain this involvement on all of us uh, for this mission. Take, for example, the game of football. Now, you, have, you know those, the players that are in the field, they're the ones that are actively in play. And the rest of the players are sitting on the bench. 
we'll see in God's call to mission, there is no bench. There are no players on the bench because there is no bench. Everyone is in the game. Now, some of us, some of us here may not want to bear witness to Jesus, right? Spread the gospel, bring people into his kingdom. And that's the case it might be because we have not really received much of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And also what's important to know that if, if we reject the mission that Jesus has given to us, we reject Jesus who died for the sake of that mission. And the consequences of such a decision is anything but good. However, for some of us, we do want to engage in this mission, or at least some of us upon hearing this want to want to engage in it. And so if that's you, I offer two steps right, to begin to do so. The first step is simply to remember that you are in the game, that everyone has to play, and that in the end, there's gonna be a review of the game tape. And then two, is that we need the Holy Spirit to play the game well. Now, for some of us, right, we, uh, we get it. So in other words, like for all of us, like we need to engage then the Holy Spirit to play this game well. But for some of us, what we need is for someone to pray with us, to pray over us, to really experience and receive the love and power of the Holy Spirit. And I say this because often I see, and it's a mystery to me, how sometimes, you know, when people, uh, on their own, when they're just in their individual prayer asking to receive and experience more of the Holy Spirit, more of his love and power, they don't really experience much. But then the same person, right, when they're receiving prayer, when they're being prayed over, then they begin to feel, for example, so much peace or this presence of God, this warmth, this electricity, they tend to have a, a more real experience with the Holy Spirit and his love. And so therefore, because of this, here at St. Patrick's, we're gonna be providing opportunity to be, for, all, for those to be prayed over to receive more of the Holy Spirit. And that will happen next Saturday, right? On the vigil of Pentecost after the 5 p.m. Mass. And really, I invite all of those who have never really been prayed over to come and to receive and experience more of the power, really more of the love uh, that comes from the Holy Spirit. And to really take advantage, and I encourage you, all of us here, to take advantage of that opportunity. For imagine a church that is on fire. Imagine a church that truly receives uh, right, the Holy Spirit is empowered by it. For then truly then, the church can be commissioned as Jesus commissioned his disciples, the ascension, to bear witness to Jesus to the ends of the earth.